Take one modern lady mixed with classic sensibilities and a keen eye on what's news. A fellow at the Independent Women's Forum, Kelsey Bowler, exclusively at Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us uh, on this Thursday, and uh, thank you uh, for being here. Um, We've been following a number of different stories for you in kind of a broad general sense, uh, being that there's there's new chapters of these stories that are unfolding in different places at different times, and one of them is the school choice issue. Not only has Kelsey Bowler talked with us about it recently, but also uh, Bethany Mandel, who had a completely different uh, uh, issue with it and and version of it uh, last week. So we kind of covered it twice. But in that time since... Another uh, development has occurred, and this is in regards to another state that are making progress on um, school choice and some other important things that parents care about. Kelsey Bowler is back to discuss. Um, Kelsey, what was the state and what did they pass? Yeah, this was out in Utah, which, um, you know, basically started a school choice, a piece of legislation which empowers parents. Uh, with funding to be able to choose where they send their child to school. The dollars follow they, the kid. The dollars right, follow the kid, not the district. They can choose alternative education models as well, um, homeschooling, private tutors. So it, it really just empowers parents to figure out what's best for my individual child instead of locking the child into the system right. with no alternative options unless you are one of the privileged Americans who already has school choice because you are wealthy enough. So what this legislation does is kind of put all Americans on an equal playing field in terms of their children's education. So it's really encouraging um, to see new developments in school choice in Utah. Uh, But what really has been getting a lot of the media attention is uh, a, a bill that the governor in Utah signed into law, um, Placing kind of a moratorium, a pause on these um, gender surgeries, um, so-called gender-affirming care, which means cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers on minors um, until there is a more substantial review of the evidence. I would argue the evidence already exists to justify a permanent ban on these types of so-called treatments and procedures. But this is a huge and important step for the state of Utah, um, and it's encouraging to see governors stepping up. I think for so long uh, we saw states acting timid in terms of actually putting the money where their mouth is and passing school choice bills, um, passing bills that would protect minors from making these um, these medical decisions that have lifelong consequences that they're just not capable of consenting to understanding consent at these young ages. Um, so this this is really encouraging in Utah. We're seeing movement in b- both these areas and in different states. And of of course, you know they are connected to an extent because we Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Um, A lot of the issues in the public schools relate to the indoctrination um, that administrators and teachers are are doing to children. And and much of that is in this realm of gender ideology, encouraging children to go down this dangerous path that seems so innocent. I'm just going to identify, use a different name, use different pronouns. But of course, are serious medical implications in doing that. So it is really important that 
and, and significant that lawmakers in different states are finally stepping up, passing laws to protect children. Yeah. Well, it's gotten so bad. We just had on Kinnett from the Daily Signal uh, yesterday, who is uh, writing for them on educational issues, but he's based out of Indiana. And there was a school counselor in Indiana that was uh, due to lose her job last night because the school decided that they were going to allow kids to change their name and to and to do all the stuff that you've been reporting on. Um, and that they they had an agreement. In fact, they had an instruction from the district to not inform the parents of those decisions. And the counselor didn't think that was healthy, and she released the information. Uh, and then, of course, that ticked everybody off, and so now she's you know fighting for her job. The, the reason that I bring this up is this, as you said last Christmas, uh, before the, the Christmas holidays, Despite all of the negative press that it's gotten, at least in certain circles like on my show and others, uh, there does not seem to be a lessening of the resolve from the forces that are trying to push it into the schools and onto the parents and onto the kids. And this, when you hear about wins like this in Utah, that that is really something that we not only need to be celebrating, we need to be telling every other state Get on board with the same thing because this is important. And I do want to get your reaction to this. Yesterday, President Trump went public with his plan to address this issue nationwide. And one of the things that he would be calling on Congress to do if elected was to basically make it a federal law uh, of illegality if uh, people tried to do these types of surgeries anywhere in the United States. How do you did you have happen to see what Trump proposed and, and how, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the 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 plan that he's laid out there? I did see that. It was significant. And political affiliations and political preferences aside, it was a smart move for President Trump to come out and lay out a pretty decently planned strategy for protecting children um, using leveraging powers that he would have uh, should he become president. And, you know, Trump does deserve a lot of credit for that. Of course, we have Ron DeSantis, who has bravely stepped up to do this time and again in Florida. What we saw in terms of his plan was an attempt to double down, to say, I'm not yeah. going to stand for this. This is what I would do. And I am getting specific. So, you know, I'm not, we have, we're a long ways away from the presidential election, but it was a smart, um, policy and PR move from President Trump to tell Americans, I'm paying attention to this and I want to protect your children. Yeah, and I hope it's way more than just PR for him, I, I, which I, I think he genuinely believes in what he's putting forward there. Uh, I think it's something that he has demonstrated a desire to to fight against in the past. Um, but I thought it was brave, too. I think you, you, you go out on the limb like that and you're, you're putting your neck on the line. You're saying this this is where I stand. Um, he's going to catch you know what for it. But I think that that's, um, at the end of the day, all good. Because we did see a red wave in 2020, I'm saying 2022, with those uh, school boards nationwide where they did toss out a lot of these progressive uh, Marxists that are trying to push this stuff. And parents took, took those places in a lot of those elections. Uh, 50-something uh, school boards across the country, big big school systems, that uh, San, San Francisco public schools, et cetera. Anyway, Kelsey Bowler, always appreciate all your good work, and uh, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. There she goes. Uh, Kevin McCullough, my final thought, coming up next.